Gunslinger Podcast. I'm joined with some fantastic folks today. Uh, let's kind of go around the table and introduce each of them. Um, when I say the name, let's remind people where each of us are from. Uh, Freddie? Uh, hi, I'm Freddie. I'm from Royal Lands in England. Laser? Uh, I'm Richard. Dick Laser. <laughs> I uh, live in Indiana, USA. Bingo. <laughs> and uh, joining us for the first time is uh, Gunslinger Leader uh, Tick. Hey, uh, Tick. I'm in southwestern Virginia, Christiansburg. Nice. And, you know, since the last time we all met, I kind of, I just finally pieced together. Everyone part of this podcast, uh, you know, Corchy's usually here, um, has... Is a, is a leader or as one time has been a leader, with the exception of Freddie, the only a-hole to ever decline the <laughs> offer in all of his history? <laughs> yeah, so <I'm> uh, <laughs> Hey, listen, you've asked me a few times, and I just said to you, mate, I haven't got the time. And, and I, I apologize sincerely for that, and I appreciate that everything that everyone else does for the site. I have read the restraining um, order multiple times. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> well, but Freddie has been a leader on a different scale for yes. many years. Spiritual many, level. Many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but whether he had a tag for it or not, we all know. Yeah. Every, uh, well, thank you, gentlemen. That's very kind of you. <laughs> well, well, by the way, as we were saying before this, congratulations on the community baby <laughs> there, whatever you call it. Thank you very much. Listen, George! If you hadn't have had that over... over the glass. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, uh, the um, War of Independence. Um, you know, he could have been your baby too. So. He could have, yeah. Anyway, with the amount of Americans that are outside, I'd say he probably is. <laughs> no, no, if it had been American, it would have been named che- Cheyenne or Dakota. Or, yeah, or, or the D- Dylan, or yeah. Riley. <laughs> Prince Riley, there you go. Prince Riley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freddy's like, guys, no. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I still like Bobby. Bobby. I, I, I have an emergency, as usual. When you're recording, she has an emergency. Is I'm it a moth, mate? Is it a moth? <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that she's a douche, but I won't say that loud. Wow, <laughs> only when you're being recorded. Yeah, you're going to get slapped again. <laughs> you're, she's, she's playing the podcast, and you're like, oh, no, no, you can fast forward this. This is Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to play it over and over again. <laughs> Well, we decided what we're going to do is we're each going to kind of discuss um, a news article that kind of grabbed our attention as far as gaming. Um, let's kind of, I don't know, uh, go around and kind of talk about what each of us want to kind of bring to the table this time around before we kind of dig in. Uh, oh, for, wait a minute. We, just, we, we agreed on this? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you know. I, I didn't read the, the, the memo. <laughs> okay, we'll move along. And edit ends here. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> okay, well, the what? First that edit ends here. I heard that when I was... Have you done a complete loop of me calling... Being oh, a no, you missed nothing, mate. <laughs> okay, that's fine. 
Well, I'm going to play that back. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that uh, got brought out, you know, the Comic Con 2013 is going. I think it's still going on, right? It's not over yet. Shows how much I know. But anyway, uh, there was some stuff, and one bit of information comes in the form of the creators of South Park. You know, Trey Parker, <laughs> Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. Which yes. I, I love South Park. But they were on a panel promoting their new game, the Stick of Truth for South Park. You know, it's their, like, big RPG that they're doing. They're kind of, like, helming it. They don't want it to be some kind of uh, franchise cash-in like some of the N64 games were. But they are on the panel, and they were talking about how Ubisoft uh, has tried to pressure into making some of the content... DLC that they would then sell customers later, instead of including yeah. in the game. And Trey Parker just said, "Fuck that." And good for him. Uh, cheers. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Awesome. Wow. Well, that is that is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it so also does. That mean the game's going to be smaller, or does that mean that the game's going to be just massive? Well, there's going to be a little bolt, from what I understand. It's they they put a, they wrote a huge script for it and they're like Dude, you know we can't fit this all in one game so they said some of those plot lines will be in future episodes but they're not taking any content out to sell as for extra charge down the road for South Park okay well, that's, all right, that's nice. nice it's too bad they couldn't add it all into the game though yeah yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of curious about how much got taken out. But I guess why I brought that up was because... And you Hold on, wait just a second before you before you move on. Yeah. You said later episodes? They're going to save those parts that they cut out? Are they going to... Is it like episodes on TV? Yeah, episodes on TV. Oh, awesome. That's kind of cool, the yeah. idea of mixing them up. Yeah, it's kind of like Defiance, but with... Anal references, you know? <laughs> it's kind of like Defiance, but it's, it's like Defiance, but it's good. <laughs> no. Actually entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you the same thing. But I think it was earlier when we were discussed is about the DLC and having, like, same-day DLC, and, like, studios and publishers want to defend it by going... Uh, you know, this is, you know, it's not a cash-in, this is what customers want, stuff like that. And to me, for kind of Trey Parker spilling the beans, kind of, of what Ubisoft is trying to pressure them to doing, don't you think that kind of suggests that it is, it's always meant to be a marketing ploy as a way to just get more out of each game instead of just offering more stuff? No, I think that, that's, yeah, oh, sorry, go ahead, Fred. No, 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 take, go ahead. Um, that's absolutely what it's become. It, it's not about content anymore. I mean, you look at what Call of Duty's doing with the weapons camo. Um, they're not adding anything to the game. It's that's just true. microtransaction after microtransaction. That's true. What do you think? Very true. Uh, I, I think it's uh, exactly what Tick said, but I also like the idea, well... You have to you have to think when you get a new Call of Duty game and it comes with a campaign, you know it's going to be good. It always is. You know I haven't I haven't played a bad one. They've been exciting and fun to play, and every every level's just epic. Something huge happens, you know, and it's a good time. But then when you get on the online, they they start you with what eight, twelve maps, whatever it is. It seems fair. 
Yeah. They didn't have yeah. to give us this multiplayer. This is a new scheme to games, as far as I'm concerned, in the last five, six years, where they've added the multiplayer and have made it way more exciting and changed gaming for, for all of us. Oh, I mean, well, I don't know if any of us would be sitting here if it wasn't for... Exactly. You know. And, and, and it's really changed it. And, and I don't mind, like, with Call of Duty, because they give me a fair amount to start with. Now, if they just start you with, like, four maps and they expect you to buy more right from the get-go, as soon as they launch the game and sell more maps because, you know, it's just got a little bit on it now, and, you know, it, ah, I think that's wrong. If they're selling it at launch, it should be something later, and there should be enough in the game that you're satisfied with it. Yeah. Then I'm okay with buying more download content. Yeah, I agree. But it, it wasn't it Gears of War Judgment that only came with, like, four multiplayer maps? Did I hear that right? I mean, that's... I don't know. That is... That's fairly low number. That just sucks, and why would you want to play it? Yeah. Yeah, that's a very low number. But at the beginning, you wanted to say something, Freddie. What, uh, what's your opinion on that? On it? I was going to say... Uh, well, pretty much what Tick said. I, I, I've got to be honest with you. I think that... Um, I think DLC, as far as the Call of Duty series goes, uh, at, f- at first it was like, oh, here's some extra maps. And now... We've got extra maps, we've got gun cameras, we've got reticle sites, you've got calling cards that you can buy that you can't get any other way. And I'm not stupid enough to fall for buying these microtrips. Yeah, I don't buy any of that stuff. No. No, no but I am stupid enough to buy um, the map packs on two consoles. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no but, comment on that, Freddie, just because I've yeah. done the same thing. So. Yeah, I know you it is part of gaming. However, for, for um, uh, Matt, was it? Clay Parker and Matt? Uh, the, yeah, the South Park uh, Stick of Truth. Yeah, no. Yeah, but what are the guy's name is Clay Parker and Matt Stone, is it? Yeah, yeah. Trey Parker's the most outspoken one. I think he was the one on the panel, actually. Yeah, well, he, he he is quite outspoken, but oh, I yeah, think right. <laughs> anybody watching the South Park, you know, he's, he's got virtually no filter uh, from his brain's <laughs> mouth. But on this on this occasion, it's a good thing. I, I, I think that the fact that he's turned around and said, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing that. And that's, and that's good. But he's a fact, gamer, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I think he's a gamer, yeah. He's a true gamer. And so it's a difference. I think it's a good thing. I've, I'm not a fan of DLC. I'm not. Because, from my point of view, that they should release these things for free. You've already spent enough on on the actual game itself. And then, you know, you're going to buy... If you buy the season pass, that's another game. That's essentially the price of another game. Yeah. So they're getting two sales of a game with just one game that they have to produce and then send out. And keep in mind, um, starting with the PS4 and the Xbox One era, uh, you're not you're going to also, for the price of another game, you're going to be paying to go play these games online. So you're kind of triple paying now for Call of Duty. Yep, exactly. Mm. But I, I heard a rumor somewhere that the first game for the Xbox One has been released at 80 quid, or is going to be released at 80 pounds. 80 pounds? Um, 
I don't, I don't know whether that's true. I was um, uh, I was talking to a friend online who's a non-GF member, and they said that the first the first game that they're going to release is going to be eighty pounds, twice the twice the price of a, a new release for the e- Xbox 360. EA came out uh, two weeks ago and said that over in Europe the price is going to be right under seventy pounds. Um, yeah, for for all of their front end products, Microsoft today though. Uh, did release that all of their first-party games for Xbox One are going to be fifty. Okay, wow. fifty pounds for you over there. So, not yeah, too bad. that's not too bad. No, yeah, but no. I think EA just charged seventy pounds for their games. Is a bit so they're going to be what eighty bucks here, huh? Yeah, well, seventy-nine. No, it's it, everything should be staying the same price, and that's what uh, I was talking with Philo and Chad about it, and Freddie. What he said was that even though and. Uh, Topcat said this also. Even though that's the retail price on it, most places are selling them dramatically cheaper than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I also heard that the rumor of the rumor is that <laughs> a lot of these, like Amazon and stuff, they're they're putting almost fictitious pre-order prices on them until the retail price is officially set. So yeah. I think some of it is that people are right. seeing those and going, oh, my God, they've raised the price of games because I think in the back of everyone's mind, they're kind of afraid that's the next move, that now the average game is also going to get higher. Yep. Mm-hmm. I imagine yeah. it will. Yeah. I mean, well, sooner or later it's got to go up, right? I mean, yeah. well, everything else does. I don't know, though. You know, development for this next series of consoles is supposed to be easier than anything in the past. I mean, you're, you're talking a, an Intel architecture. Um, you're yeah. talking graphics cards that are rivaling what's out there right now. And there shouldn't be huge amounts of development cost on top of that. It should be easier. Yeah, you yeah. would think. You All the think. code is written. Yeah. <laughs> it's fact, been written for years. Isn't a lot of the development kit, uh, kits being more and more universal? And so, kind of like, because that's what kind of kicked PS3 in the butt, was that developers didn't particularly like to develop for the PS3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, apparently it was very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. From everything so, I've read, it was very, very difficult. So. Sony did a really good job of just letting their own studios know how to maximize the cell, and that was evident in, you know, the Uncharted games and all that stuff that looked leaps and bounds better than anything else out there on the system. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Uh, but they couldn't even get them to do the move. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. The for the move. Yep. I know I was in yeah. Santa Monica, I ran into some of the developers in Naughty Dog, and... You know, I was asking him about that, and he's like, oh, we just didn't, you know, we tried, we didn't find a use for it. And I'm like, I don't know, I had the Wii, that's kind of BS. You, it's just because it's third person doesn't mean you can't have a, a motion, uh, motion control support. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was thinking that. Right. I mean, I wasn't saying that to him, because what's how often you get to, see, you know, meet those people. Yeah, and in right. fact, yeah, I kind of... <laughs> I know, I was like, oh, by the way, all your stuff sucks. <laughs> because, well, no, which I don't. Who played any of your shit? Yeah. Should have stayed with Crash Bandicoot, you bunch yeah. of holes. <laughs> stuff sucks, and then turn around and run away. Yeah. Can I get your autograph? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I, I did put my foot in my mouth because. Uh, <laughs> because I was like, yeah, you know, I really loved on the PS2, um, your old Jack series. I mean, even Jack X. And I realized, no, that sounds kind of douchey. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he even seems surprised. He's like, oh, no, we don't. Yeah, we don't talk about that game. I'm like, really? I thought it was awesome, but whatever. <laughs> you say that? Jack X. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you there was... talk about that game, he says. Yeah, because I, it, it was during the time when they uh, re-released the HD um, package for all the Jack games, and I was like, hey, Jack X is not in that, and it, it, they, I guess they don't want to even touch it. I guess there's some internal thing about it, so... Um, which, for, you know, all of you know, because you're sick of hearing me talk about it, but Jack X is kind of like the very first game Gunslingers got formed on. Literally, it was... Uh, the in-game clan. Four, huh? Yeah. And we had ten people, so go us. Oh, damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, oh, by the way, before we move on, uh, I got that article link from, uh, how do you say, Wikilectual, or, you know, our member of Wikilectual, he posted it on the yeah. PS forum, so props to him, because I would have not seen that if it wasn't for him. But, uh, I don't know, do you hear anything else, for example, that some other news is coming out from, from Comic-Con, um, actually, I guess Sony, uh, Nintendo, and Microsoft each, you know, have their um, gamer lounges there, so they are kind of putting out some demos when people play stuff, one of them being Xbox One, and some of the news that's coming out is that it'll record the last five minutes of any gameplay you do. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Sony very quickly said, uh, we're 15 minutes. Which <laughs> 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 uh, I thought was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? I'm going to make a valve. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> like <a> little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft, though. Oh, man, that's oh goodness! I don't know. They, there hasn't been. There's been some hands-on reports, and which I thought was really interesting because some of the uh, gaming journalists from some of the big sites, you know, as big as Kotaku is, mm-hmm. one of their guys got his first hands-on with the console. And I, to me, that was weird. That you know, a site as big as Kotaku is, and this is the first time that he has a chance to see the console is by waiting in line at Comic Con. That is weird. Um, it's just That's kind of ridiculous. Actually. Yeah, it, it's how are they it's looking odd, at this? How are they testing their games? It's Microsoft. I think they've done a phenomenal job of showing that they're completely out of touch with what people want. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a Nintendo player, so I can't work yeah. too hard. Uh, <laughs> I like my 362. It's awesome. I I like yeah. the 362. I love Microsoft's network, but. As many other have said, man, the Xbox One just looks like the entire thing was thought up by a room of suits. Yeah. Yeah. It actually looks. I mean, I don't want to bring this up again, but it actually looks like it was it was it was farmed out to be produced by Nintendo, because you know no one has spectacularly shot themselves in the foot. <laughs> you know, no. from all the information they brought out since Nintendo released, oh, the last console. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and you all know that I love Nintendo, and I won't hear a bad word said against them, unless it's me saying it. But, God! <laughs> Microsoft have actually just... It's like everything I hear about the console, whether it's on gaming sites or from fellow gamers in the clan, or just from people, you know, random people online who aren't douchebags. It's like, what... 
what are they trying to do? Are they trying to make sure that it actually fails spectacularly? I've got, yeah, that's that's what it seems. I, I've got a I've got a sneaking suspicion that they want to make it a lost leader. I think yeah. Bill's paying too much tax, and he and he and he's got a plan. <laughs> oh, serious, but you know what? That no. makes more sense than I. <laughs> You're a genius, mate. If <laughs> <laughs> ever a true word was said in jest, and you know what? They're recording me right now. Uh, I'll have some mic. Heavy's knocking on the door tomorrow morning going, <laughs> maybe they'll pay you off to shut <laughs> up. What's that? No. We'll keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> the next, yeah, the next podcast is brought to you from the visual, uh, video chat option on the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a description of my, uh, my Xbox 3 subscription. It's cancelled after this, aren't I? They own Skype, too, don't they? Yes, and yeah, actually, exactly. Skype is going to be the voice chat mechanic in Xbox One. It's going to be yes. Skype. Yeah. So Skype is included. Well, that's that's good. I guess it's a proven product. It's better than it used to be. Skype. I mean, back when we were playing Call of Duty, the first Modern Warfare. You know, I think we all remember we had some issues there, stuff being dropped yeah. all the time. So yeah, in the middle of a gunfight. When you try to put fifteen people on a call, yeah, it gets yeah. a little crazy. You know. Yeah, back three when, rooms going. <laughs> I remember that. Log in, and it, that was back. Uh, uh, this is before uh, you joined Tick, but this is back when GS was more of a. We move from this game to this game to this game on a very kind of together. Yeah, yeah a linear yeah. pattern, and then it, as we got bigger, obviously it made more sense to kind of like, you know, kind of branch out. And you kind of having maybe a cluster for each generation, but at that time, yeah. So we literally like log in, and you would have—I'm not exaggerating—like at least fifty people online uh, on your friend list, and you're like, Shh, "Wow, you know, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> on Reflex, so yeah, yeah playing on on the uh, Reflex on the way. Yeah, um, it was it was insane, you know. It, yeah, <laughs> especially yeah for what we were used to from like Mario Kart. Yeah, Mark or Conduit, yeah. There we go. I don't think I've went through a single po- podcast without mentioning Conduit. Well, we can't. Or Mario Kart. Or Mario Kart. They're important to us. They're, they're our history. That's where we started, man. Yeah. You know, we we all know our, 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 our past really well. Dick, what's your... Your first online gaming experience, where where'd you come from? Oh, God, I came from... We just uh, know you since you came here. Yeah. Uh, I started on uh, PC and uh, LAN parties. Playing uh, okay. Unreal Tournament 2004 and yeah. Quake, yeah. Quake 3 and Rocket oh, Arena. Yeah. And then my wife got pissed because I was spending more money on PC parts than I was on food. <laughs> so I got a console. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, consoles are a little cheaper. Yeah. And uh, yeah. then started playing Call of Duty, and that was the end of it. So really? you started on PS3? Um, Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. PS3. Oh, for online gaming anyway, yeah, right? Yeah, PS3. Right on. Well, which Call of Duty was your first? I met you. It was uh, COD, COD 4, the best. I yeah. still, I, I still. that's it, kind it, of my personal favorite, so. Yeah. Um, I did the best on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> me too. It was uh, COD at its purest, you know. Yeah. Without all the ridiculous point streaks and. Yeah. Maybe they should re-release it, update it for... I just re-release it. It's beautiful. 
Oh, yeah. love that. Oh, how great would that be with your, you know, all you get is a, re, uh, a UAV and a, what is it, a, a strike, strike and, and a, a, a helicopter. And, and they could just stack them up like crazy. And they, <laughs> they could be really bad, and they could reimagine maps that we've already had and then charge them. Yeah. Charge us for them as they DLC. Charge, and we would buy it. And we would buy it. We would buy yeah. it. If it was Hang pretty. on a second. Hasn't, hasn't that already happened? Yes. <laughs> right. Time and time again. Oh, my God, it has. It's a dream. Oh, no. But that's where I stand out with my, at least they give us zombie maps. Yeah. yeah. I love zombies. Yeah. Y'all got a reason to buy the DLCs for the zombies. Yeah. I, that, that's worth every penny of it. I played it zombies awesome. one night with Freddy and Dick and... I had no clue what the hell I was doing. They were probably laughing at me the entire time. Oh, mate, you did all right. You did yeah, all you right. did great, I seem to remember. And uh, that was the end of my foray into zombies. <laughs> I will say, though, the best times I've ever had playing zombies was playing with Freddy and Laser in Black Ops. Because it is, I don't know, it's like zombies is over-top craziness, and you guys just add, like, the carnival music to it. Is that a monkey with a grinder in the corner? Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I don't know. These two yokels as it is, man. I had more nights where I had tears running down my freaking cheeks <laughs> laughing <laughs> when we were playing Black Ops on the PS3. Uh, <laughs> well, too many good times. Yep, way yeah, too yeah. many. Yeah, way too many. What, what do you think of... Call of Duty Ghosts. I mean, for one, are we? Is everyone getting it? That's here. Somebody not getting it, or I, uh, I can sit here and say I'm not going to get it, but I'll end up getting it. I can it. too. That's, that's <laughs> me. It's like last when 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 Modern Warfare Three came out. I, I got Battlefield Three right before it, right? Uh huh. Yeah. And I wasn't uh-huh. getting it, and yeah, I right. still got it the day it came out. Yeah. Yep, and I bought this stupid season pass, and I didn't do that. I only bought one map bat for that. Yeah. So. Oh god, that's bad. That was right after I had bought the Xbox, so I had I bought the game twice, and mm. bought the season pass twice. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I I walked funny for about three weeks. Oh, yeah, I gave up after like two prestiges, and I was done. Yeah. Battlefield 3 was one of the first games I got for my Xbox as well, and I had the um, Xbox, I have the Xbox uh, Slim, but it was originally one of the 4-gig flash memory, and yeah, I looked yeah. it up, and on their site, it's like, yeah, you can play it on the 4-gig. Uh, it's like, okay, great, so I buy it, I put it in, okay, <laughs> it didn't yeah, work. Well, you can play it in standard def, but the second, oh, they, no. and the second yep. they had their first patch, yep. it, uh, you couldn't download the patch. You had to get, so I ended up getting the 250 gig. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's huge now. Yeah. The, uh, the install with all the DLC, because as everybody knows, I still play that a lot. Yes, um, you do. The, uh, <laughs> the full install size now for Battlefield 3 with all the packs is over 35 gigs. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. But it is beautiful, uh, you know, oh, and the maps are massive. And and I can't wait for Battlefield Four. Oh, <laughs> me too. Yeah, actually, yeah, uh, I've gotten a lot about that. <laughs> Dick, are you getting it on the three sixty? Sorry, I'll get it on something then next gen. I still don't know what. Are you supposed to get it on release? Uh, I think both consoles will be releasing towards the end of October to the first week of uh, November. Uh, All right. Well, well um, Battlefield Four will already be out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 
what, Call of Duty would be a week after. So those are some good launch titles. So it's two weeks after for Call of Duty, right? They're in November? November yeah, yeah. 3rd? Or am I thinking it, too early? I think, it, I think it's the 5th. The 5th? Okay. But those, those two uh, titles, those well, two titles are... The 18th or something for Battlefield 4 of October? No, the uh, 20th, 29th. Oh, they, they jumped it. Yeah. Okay. But if you think about it, those two titles, those are the big system sellers. Yeah, they are. You know, and both of those come out within a week of each other. Yeah. That's that's when the consoles are coming out. Well, particularly, you think you'd be smart. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty is kind of like a sports game. There's a lot of people that only play that. Like they don't consider themselves gamers at all, but they'll play every single Call of Duty. Exactly. But I have. What? Kind of. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. No, I'm worth. <laughs> but, I mean, I can't. I can't afford a new console on release. And I don't want That's to buy. It's, it's. I don't want to buy Battlefield 4. I hated Battlefield 3. Battlefield 4 has got to be a lot better than Battlefield 3, in my opinion. It's got to run better. Yeah. It's got to be. It, it's just, you know. My they just get better, man. They just get better. A little <laughs> bit. Just a little bit better. Yeah, but the problem is that, it, you know, I don't want to run for a minute and a half and then get shot. I want to get into the, you know, and not see another person and then get shot by a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into the action within the first ten seconds of me spawning. Maybe fifteen seconds. And then, and then shoot people... And then if I die, it only takes me another 20 seconds to get back into the match and start shooting people again. Yeah. And Battlefield 3 didn't do that for me. I mean, some of the smaller maps, I did like, um, is it the one where you're in Tehran? See, well, well, there's, there's, that, that's the whole different game types. If you play Team Deathmatch, you play on a much smaller map. Yeah, but we mm, never did. No, when there was a lot of us, we used to go. We in. did when it was just you and me, and you loved it then. I did. Remember? Yes, I did love it. Yes, I did love it then. <laughs> yeah. I, I seem did. to remember you kicking ass and having a good time, but that was only when it was just you and me. When we played as a group, we always played the big games, and everybody yeah. wanted to be in a jet or a tank and whatever, and blah blah blah. And yeah, we died a lot and running through the desert. Yes. Boom. Okay, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know how Tick plays it. I, I don't know how he's got the patience to play it. Uh, possibly he is the sniper side of the hill. I don't know. Uh, but, I don't know. To me, it's the the, uh, the best video game made this generation, as far as just the scale of it. It's massive. It is massive. Yeah, and beautiful. It massive. Yeah, it is. But and the mechanics just, are very fluid and... I yeah. love the vehicles. It's it's a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to Battlefield 4. Yeah. I think Freddy just likes more instant in the action. Yeah. And, and I, that's, oh, yeah. that's the big difference. Is, is and the more fast-paced, yeah. snappy, snappy graphics. No one, to if, it feels like, it feels like uh, Battlefield uh, 3 and 4 are like the Forzas of racing, you know, the Forza games, and while Call of Duty is kind of like the need for speed. You know, there's the ones more arcade and one's more like... Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. One's more arcade and one's more real. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah it, is, it, is, it is. It's a very good analogy. Um, don't get me wrong, I have... Forza kicks ass. Forza kicks ass. And I will play that over Need for Speed. Um, yes. 
You know, because I think Forza is really, really one of the best games I've ever played for a pure racing oh. game. Well, you can't shoot um, missiles or shells, and that's, you know, I need that. Yeah, you see, the thing is, yeah, you, you know, this, this is where pure racing falls down. It's GT5 and Forza are very similar. I actually prefer Forza 4 than I do GT5. Oh, yeah. um, it just looks better. I don't know why it does, but it just looks better. Um, GT5's got more stuff there. I mean, I'd really love the go-kart race in GT5. That was amazing. Um, but yeah, those... Oh, I remember those. those yeah, I know, they're ace, aren't they? <laughs> um, but I, between Battlefield 4 and, and Call of Duty Ghosts, if I had a choice when I walked into the shop, I would pick Call of Duty Ghosts. But I'm not going to have a choice. I'm going to have some of my friends in the clan <laughs> who now only play Battlefield 4. Tick. <clears throat> and I'm going to have Jake going, I'm getting Battlefield 4, already. What are you getting? Oh, fuck, looks like I'm getting Battlefield 4. <laughs> but you go, I'll get Call of Duty. I will, too. Yeah. Like uh, I said, I'll, I'll get it. I'll end up getting it, too. And we'll all sit around and complain about it for three months. And no, we won't. Just, just like we Actually, have. We're, we're gonna, no, they're, they're going to change some things. That, that they have a dog now. <laughs> yeah, that's they do. Oh, I heard that. That's one. That's one dog that I would like to invite to be my pet. It's fucking awesome. Don't do the salad dog. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I and I read this. There's, uh, this is a, it's a little old, but it got kind of brought up since the release. Uh, you know, like they went with the dog, uh, kind of as the front of the new feature, and it kind of sparked some people pointing out as like. Call of Duty won't have female characters, but now they're including a dog. There's chicks and zombies. We're killing girl zombies all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah they are. So, funny when you get Leroy to hold the crawler and it's a chick, he sits there and pats her boobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> Not misogynistic at all. <laughs> See, you're in it. What are you complaining about? Don't make me a sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not like, I'm not getting into that. I, I'm, totally I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that to make a point. Um, you know, to me, I, I mean, it's their product and do what they want. If, if they don't feel they have enough female players to play it to warrant having a female option for the multiplayer, you know, whatever. I guess that's their choice. I, I say that up to this point, and I want to see if you guys agree with this because I haven't seen anyone point this out. If you be the Call of Duty game, and you're watching the credits, what's the last thing that shows up in those credits? It's, this is dedicated to the men and women who serve our country. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. me, if the dedication is the product itself, then you're not really dedicating anything to the female soldiers. No, that's right. No, you're not. That's true. Am I, yeah. I might be missing something. I don't know. It just feels like you can't say it's a dedication and not include them. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I think it's got to do with the same reason why women in the British Army, as far as I know, I may be mis- I may be mistaken here, but as far as I know, um, are not allowed to take a front role. Are not act- are not allowed to take a front um, a forward position, as it were, mm. in uh, combat. Uh, I think it's the same in the U.S. military, as far as I know. I think it's got to do with the fact that they don't want to see, they don't think it's going to be good PR for whatever war or whatever conflict they're in for for women to be blown up and 
put into body bags and that sort of thing. Yeah. I think the same sort of idea is probably the reason why they don't include them as um, avatars in the Call of Duty series. But I think that if women are capable of joining the military and capable of passing the selection and capable of, of, of doing what soldiers do, then why shouldn't they be in the front line and why shouldn't they be represented um, in a video game that is dedicated to the armed forces? Right. I can't, I can't see a reason why they shouldn't be. Um, I think it would be, you know, it'd be fine. You know, it's just, a, it's just another bit of, you know, uh, um, human-shaped pixels that I'm shooting at, whether it's male or female, I don't really care. I just want to shoot. You're going down. Something's going down. Yeah, the problem is though that when I when I shout, I got you on the bollocks in the kill cam, I'm not gonna be able to say that. I got you right in the <laughs> I got you right in your fanula. <laughs> you won't be having any children there. I was right in the womb. <laughs> I, mean, that's not, that's not, I don't think I should say that. That's probably wrong. No, but I mean, <laughs> you actually bring up a good point because based on the emblems I see in game, I don't know if the Call of Duty environment is mature enough to handle different genders. I just it feels like they're going to abuse that. Not like you could make them naked. I, no. Make yeah, it a chick. Yeah. I'll yeah, play exactly. as a chick. Just make it a chick. We'll all play as chicks and we won't care. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, isn't it like when you go into Call of Duty, um, you get, you pick your loadouts and, you know, the different perks and stuff like that, but your visual is randomized. Like sometimes you're a bald guy, sometimes, you know, maybe just sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you look, you look like all the guys from Treyarch is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Bold and fat? What? <laughs> no, all those guys. If you look at the guys in the videos from Treyarch, look at all the guys you play on as they they did themselves. Vondahar, you see him running around the map on Black Ops 2 all the time. He's that fat, bald guy. <laughs> it's Vondahar. It really is him. Look at him. <laughs> you, did you see the uh, I know this is going on a tangent but did you see this happened like a year ago or a few years ago that the Santa Monica SWAT team got uh, sent to the Treyarch building because somebody mistook the mannequin in full mil uh, assault rifle gear and stuff like that as a shooter so they went what? and they like surrounded the building <laughs> until they realized it was a mannequin I remember like had, reading about that. Yeah. That's silly. <laughs> In some ways, that's, I mean, that's press huh? for them. But. Yeah, they probably did it themselves for a PR <laughs> thing. Somebody's in the bathroom calling, well, yeah. I don't know what that mannequin's going to do. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody's going to take a shot. He's staring right at me. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a gun in his hand. On Netflix, I just watched like a Mannequin. Terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just watched Mannequin. <laughs> this could happen, man. <laughs> she was... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody must know that. Who played her? It was somebody famous. Who played the Mannequin. It was someone famous. Uh, uh, Daryl Hannah. Yeah, that was Mannequin. Flash. Oh, that's Flash. Who played Mannequin, huh? I'll tell you now. Come on, you got Google, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can find that on the interwebs. <laughs> she, she's typing. That's my girl. Pretty <laughs> trying to beat us. Who's going to win? 
Who is the mannequin in Mannequin? Now, somebody who's listening to this already knows, and they're really annoyed. Exactly. <laughs> Kim Cattrall, I got it right. Woo! What is it? Whoa. I got it right. I said it was yep, Kim Cattrall. Yeah, he was right. Oh, Freddy wow. is crazy. Wow. I, I, I wow. I'm kind of worried about you now, like mate. <laughs> Kim Cattrall's... You had a mannequin, didn't you, mate? You called her Kim. Kim Cattrall was, <laughs> and still is, for a woman, what, in her 50s now? Kim Cashel was amazing. She's not 80, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has a different... She's like a dog. She has different lifespans. She's 37. She's 56. 56. Oh, close enough. Oh, no. She's <laughs> what? English-born Canadian actress. Oh, I thought oh. you said an English-born Canadian <laughs> actress. Or porn, not corn or porn. Oh, a corn porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an English-born porn. Here we go. They'll have magpies on a, a like electric wire cracking jokes during it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With cigars in their mouth, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> This sounds like a Marx Brother joke. Oh, well. I'm Big Trouble in Little China. I love those movies. Right, anyway. <laughs> I love these movies. Maybe obviously it's because I was a kid at the time. Yeah, I think oh. it's the acting that I, I really like. Yeah, that, that sort of hammy over the top, almost Shakespearean type acting. Jake, how old are you? Oh, wow. I'm 42. 42? Okay. Yeah. Half laser's age, so that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> What's your favorite 80s movie? Oh, man. Uh, there's too many to name. I mean, God, you got to go 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, Better Off Dead. Dead. Um, there's just there's too many good 80s movies. There was great. There was just something very pure about that. Battles? Yeah. Blazing um, Saddles. Oh, my God. Blazing Saddles. <laughs> awesome. History of the World Part 1. Yeah, yeah exactly. Kind of Mel Brooks fan, you know? Yeah, Mel Brooks is great. Yeah. Mel Brooks, who none of his movies could be made today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, goodness, no. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> could you imagine him <laughs> trying to... He'd get sued before he even started the day. Yeah. <laughs> I want to show you my screening for Blazing Saddles. Yeah. No. No. You want to do what? <laughs> Are you crazy? Get out of here, you crazy. Yeah. I'm, glad. I'm glad it was a different time then because we got those wonderful movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like Back well, to the Future. I don't think Back to the Future could be made anymore. Like, I, it just didn't feel like, it would feel like there'd be too many tie-ins and, like, mandatory uh, gags that would have to be in the script. You know, it couldn't just be, like, just great storytelling. But maybe that's just the lens of my childhood. But I felt the first Back to the Future was, like, one of those perfect 80s movies. Yeah. Yeah, it, it absolutely very, very was. Good, yeah, like weird science. You can't touch yeah. that again. Weird <laughs> science <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> uh, uh, boys my wife and I's first movie together was uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, oh nice. that's an awesome movie. Bueller. Yeah, that, yeah. That's one of those. Bueller. I'd have to pick that as my favorite. Yeah. Anyone? Bueller? That's only because she's sitting right next to you, Dick. Yeah. Of course she is. <laughs> Well, you see, you have a great first movie. Like the first movie with uh, uh, Tozer and I uh, was that we saw together was Dreamcatcher, that horrible Stephen King movie that literally oh, involves oh. 
people farting aliens. Yeah, but uh, the book was so good. Yeah, but the movie was outrageous. So bad. Yeah, it was our first movie. It was kind of like, oh, Dreamcatcher, oh, that was our first movie. And people farting aliens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Freeman comes in later, like, why are you even in this, dude? Shouldn't you, yeah. like, talking over penguins? Yeah. Oh, it was such a good book and such a crappy movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if it even should be considered a guilty pleasure, but I like reading Stephen King. He's he has some great. Oh God, uh, yeah. They're destroying but, Under the Dome. I don't know if you've been watching that, but no, I, I purposely won't watch TV adaptations of books anymore, just because they, they do. They them. just get destroyed. Yeah, yeah. It kind of messes with your memory because then you start integrating those parts with what was in the book, and you're like, wait, yeah. wait that never actually happened in the book. <laughs> yep. I'm yep. easily confused, so. The, uh, yeah. the only exception to that was, uh, God, what's his name? Tim Curry as Pennywise the Clown in the TV version oh, of it. He did so yes. Well. Oh, yeah, that dude scared me. Yeah, that's one of the best <laughs> roles ever. Yeah, he's scary in any role, man. Yeah. Like you know, the mu- <laughs> he's scary in Muppy, Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the doll in uh, a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, that's yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah, that is scary for all the wrong reasons. Wasn't he the butler in Clue? Yes, he was. <laughs> Man, Clue I love that guy. Movie. That guy's crazy. Yeah, there's something dark about him. You just yeah. look at him, you tell him he's sinister. Like, yeah, like he should. He could have like back in the day been like a played Dexter or something. Ripper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I expect him to do that one day. Some really funny role of Saucy Jack. You know, have it a, a tribute to Spinal Tap. <laughs> Saucy Jack. Saucy Jack, the, the jazz trilogy about Jack the Ripper. You don't know what I'm talking about? Am I the only tapper here? No, no, Spinal Tap rocks. Goes to 11. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Actually, it's quite frightening, the size. I didn't get that you as know, a kid because... Those trousers. <laughs> I didn't get that as a kid because, like, well, that makes sense. Yeah, you just, you know, it goes to 11. It's louder. <laughs> like, if you had 12, it would be louder than that, so. Like this one, listen to the sustain. I don't hear anything. Or you would if it were playing. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Tuffman is God. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing is I don't see comedies as funny as they used to be. Or, again, maybe it's just an old and cynical. It's like, all oh, that joke's already been done. But it, it felt like some of those older movies were just hilarious. Like Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you can't get a laugh off a, a boob popping out anymore. It's just... No, yeah. that's the problem. Well, they need to be so as raunchy as they possibly can with comedies anymore. Yeah. And, you know, some of them, yeah, they're they're funny, but it's it's not comedy, in in my opinion. And, yes, I'm showing my age, but... You know, you got to go back. All right, and I got to throw another actor in there from the '80s, just an absolute saint, uh, John Candy. Uh, Anything John Candy did was was funny. Between two pillows. Yeah, between two pillows. Uncle. One of his best lines. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you're talking about planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Where are your hands? Between two pillows. Between two pillows. (laughs) Pillows are pillows. I even uh, like kind of like the, in a way, SNL remake of it, which was Tommy Boy, you know? Yep. 
Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, that movie wouldn't exist if it wasn't for John Candy's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the best movies. One of the best. Uncle movies, Book but... was a very good movie. Yes. Oh yeah. Fuck. I, I think I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put that out as my favorite movie. Favorite movie? It's, it's it's a good one. Yeah, well, actually, my favorite movie of all time is uh, you're gonna hate me for saying this, but it's Blade Runner. I um, it's a good one. Hey, hey, hey! Blade Runner that's rocks. Not a bad pick, yeah. No, that's, no, that's, no, I mean, because I'm going to say that I actually prefer the original version rather than the director's cut. Okay, well, yeah. no, no. I hear you. I'm with you. No, because the original was version confusing for me. Yeah, because the, the original <laughs> version gives you. I know that people say it's not the pure version. It's not the way Ridley Scott wants to do it. I don't give a shit. It actually gives you a bigger insight into his mind. And the fact that he did it in a monotonal sort of like, don't give a fuck attitude, yeah. makes you think whether maybe he's a replicant as well. Maybe he's got emotion, because he is very disturbed. Yeah. The character Han Solo plays. Deckard is very disturbed. And Phil yeah. K. Dick was still alive during the making of it. So, so I know, he, like, when he was filming that original version, um... I know Ridley Scott would talk to Phil K. Dick, so it feels like maybe that was kind of a better way anyway. Well, I don't know. I'm just playing back. No, well, no, but Ridley Scott, I mean, the director's cut's still pretty and all, but I, I still think that the original version is, and it's probably because it's the first version I saw, yeah. I still think the original version. I know a lot of people online and a lot of people in the forums who love sci-fi will disagree with me, but, you know, it's all about a matter of opinion and taste. And I prefer watching it with the um, internal monologue from Deckard on. So. Well, I just love, I mean, that's the whole storyline. I mean, like, I read Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep and, you know, yeah. watch the movie and stuff. It's just, I don't know, I think it's a great story. And I, I would only want Ridley Scott to do it, because at least back then, he yeah. was just amazing in sci-fi. He was. Like he with, was. I mean, he's kind of lost his way, I think, with the alien. Stuff like yeah, I actually kind of like Prometheus, but I can see... I know people bashed it, so... I've not seen it. I don't really want to see it. I've got to be honest. My wife wants to see it. I just... I don't know. You can't... You can't recreate that first shot, you know, where um, John Hurt's... Having spaghetti. Abortions. Yeah. yeah. Having massive abortions at the dinner table and the alien bursts out of his chest. You can't... It's been done. Yeah, you yeah. can't do it again. The shock value. Awesome. Oh, that movie scared the crap out of me. Oh man, yeah, I think I peed scared. a little. Oh my, and I was young. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first Alien. Yeah, yeah. It, the first time I saw it, I think I, I didn't actually wet myself, but I think that I, I, had to I think I might have. That, that was a nightmare <laughs> causing back. scene. Uh, well, to this day, uh, I, I watched it quite young. Because uh, it was on TV, maybe about five, six years after it was released. So I, I didn't see the movie. I was I was too young to see the movie, but I remember seeing it late night. One, my one brother summer. took me. <laughs> I, I didn't see it in the theater, but I think I was. Where's that? That came out in what seventy eight? Yeah, I want to say I was like, hmm, I hate to say this, but I'll say ten, eleven. Okay, yeah, I think I. I think I was probably slightly older, about 12. Yeah, it was right after Star Wars, I know that. Yeah, it was uh, 79. Very close. Oh, two years after Star Wars. Yeah, I was one year old, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I was 11. You were 11. Yeah. That's still pretty young to be watching the first Alien. Yeah, scared the crap out of me. That was the first bloody, scary thing I ever saw on TV, or at the movie, you know. That was, holy crap. (laughs) 
fucking what came out of his fucking chest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was awesome. It's a little... <laughs> no mercy, man. My parents realized that I was watching TV in the bedroom, then came in. I, I think I had to turn it off and pretend I was asleep. <laughs> Trembling. Well, would yeah, and then, and then and then they went back into the lounge and I got up and turned it back on again. <laughs> oh man, it was it was very scary. Well, with like horror scary. in general, which was kind of alien, and I loved back then how they took their time to lead up because when that first real scare happens, it means so much more. Like Alien didn't just it, like bombard you with a lot of graphic gore and then expect you to get scared halfway through. It's kind of like you had to earn that first scare. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the first scare was, was the thing stuck in into his face, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, that was scary. And then they were all not one, you know, there was a lot of discussion about what to do where it was in the, and he was just sat there and they tried to take it off it tightened around his throat and yeah. it was like, what are we going to do? And then it just jumped off and died and, and they were analyzing it and he felt fine and then he thought, oh, well, it's done nothing to him. Oh, it's impregnated him. I <laughs> <laughs> would think he would have noticed something getting shoved down his throat. No, he was, he was unconscious, wasn't he? Yeah, I, think well, I guess that's true. They yeah. did squeeze, squeeze him off. Yeah. yeah. Or like, uh, like the first time I ever watched Texas, the very first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, that's actually kind oh, of yeah. boring until they finally get grabbed and like shoved into that house. And then, you know, crap gets real, you know? It's just, yep. <laughs> with that whole build-up, and then from that moment on, it just becomes crazy after crazy. Yeah. It's one of my... Uh, I th- Go ahead. I, I, think, I think that the... Uh, I never watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, thank God. I, I don't... <laughs> uh, no, I just don't want to shit, I really don't. However, watching... The, I think it was, was it the first one or the second one? Um, the Freddy Krueger movies. The first one where the girls spinning around... Uh, on top of a bed. Oh, God. Uh, Which one was probably that? Probably all of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was the first one. Yeah, it was yeah. the first one, yeah. And, and I knew it was either one or two. That, that scared, because she's asleep, and she's being sliced and diced by Freddy Krueger, and people are trying to wake her up, and there's nothing they can do. And that, that was truly terrifying, the fact that that little bastard got you in your dreams. Yeah. That made me very, very sleepless for quite a few years. Yep. The only yeah, thing yeah. with 80s horrors, though, is they really try to integrate a lot of special effects, and I don't think, like, when you watch, like, the first Friday the 13th or the first Nightmare on Elm Street, I don't think they hold up as well as stuff like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or the first Alien, in my opinion. It just feels... No. There's, like, him, like, with the art stretched arms, you know, scraping his knife knife hands on, um, you know, the, the metal... Uh, gate alleyway, you know, and it just looks yeah. really fakey now. It, it, it kind of takes you out of it. But then again, I was I was watching Attack of the Clones um, the other day with Theo. You mean Because he Wars? really likes Star Wars. Oh. Yeah, he loves Star Wars. Like, he's mad. He, 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 my, my parents told me that I shouldn't be letting him watch it. It's too violent. Mum, Dad, is he you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too violent. Is, is he you? Is that it, the rating... Yeah, that's universal. Oh, you know, so um, they were they were. My father was criticizing me. My my father, if he ever listens to this, I love you, Dad, but (laughs) you know he won't because he thinks I'm a child for playing video games. Um, But you know, it's like he just wants to fucking criticize me. You shouldn't be doing that with him, son. That's just not 
Right, Dad. Okay. So you used to hang me upside down when I was a child and tickle me? Yeah. And you think that's dangerous when I do it with your grandson? Okay. <laughs> Just like you know. his daddy said to him. Yeah. He said, yeah, right, Dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Dad. The thing is, though, that I went to see um, Star Wars, uh, the movie, and I was born in 73. When was the first one released? I was five. Seven, yeah. Yeah. Five. Four. Maybe I saw it when I was five. I'm not sure. You might have been three. Uh, I did see it when I was very young. And I went, Dad, I saw that movie when I was a kid. I saw it before. I went to see Empire Strikes Back at the movie when it was released in 81. 81. You know, it's it's no... And I was what? I was eight in 81. And I'd watched Star Wars, God knows how many times on TV, because it was on every Christmas. And I'd watched it every Christmas for the last four years. So I, I, I tried to have this argument with him, but he said that the new ones are more violent. Dad, sure. <laughs> That's what I said. Dad, okay, well, you know what, Dad? He's, he's watching it, and, you know, you can sit there and watch it with him. There you go. We're just giving him stronger crack at the old folks home, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to join TS just to berate you. Like, every time oh, he falls, he's going to... Oh, no, there's a limit. You uh, can't be too old. <laughs> I'm going to get kicked out soon. <laughs> My time's almost up. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I log into the forum? Oh, yeah, it just says too old. Oh, shit, my uh, birthday. He's going to get his, <laughs> his GSAARP card. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, early man. on, the, one of my favorite moments, and I, you know, I don't like to talk too much about moderation, but one of my favorite moments is early, like I would say this is in 2010, I had some little shit sign up, and he put his year as 100 years old. <laughs> and I abandoned him because he's full of it. And then he proceeded to PM me, trying to pretend he was an outraged 100-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> At least the kid had balls. <laughs> he was a board troll, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. He was good. Yeah. I can't even remember who it was. But it was like, really? <laughs> January 1st, 1900. No, I don't know. <laughs> 1910, I guess it was. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. That is very funny. But you remind me of what uh, I wanted to ask on a previous podcast, because I just think it's kind of a fun question. Um, speaking of watching movies too early as a kid, what was... A, a moment in movies that scared you in a film that's not typically considered scary. Like, let me give my example, and then I think you'll understand. The, the, like, when I was a kid, I could not watch the scene of Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure when he meets, meets Large Marge. And when she goes, you know, when she's describing the crash, kind of yeah. creeping him out when he's hi- uh, hitchhiking, and she's like, he pulled him out, and he looked like this, and it's this claymation head. I would, every time that played, I would have to run to the other side of the house and put my head under. That <laughs> <laughs> won't really. <laughs> oh, I was 23, that's besides the point. No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, I don't think I got one that can be that. Um, that's funny, yeah. Uh, yeah that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. You, you have one, Dick? Do you, do you know um, I don't have anything from that. My dad took me to, uh, I was, I guess, 10, decided to take me to see Poltergeist. 
<laughs> and uh, I hid behind the seat the entire freaking movie, and he just looked down and laughed. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I, I hid like crazy, and still to this date, that movie just gives me the heebie-jeebies to no end. Oh yeah. When he kind of uh, gets under your skin that early on, it's always that little yeah, shit. yeah. You know, even. The cool thing of, you know, the kid being pushed across the kitchen floor, you know, even that, it was like, oh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> you know? The kid actually died later, you know? Yep. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple, I think there was three, three of the a main lot characters. A people died. From yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. some kind of creepy circumstances. Heebie-jeebie, heebie-jeebies. But. Yeah. That reminds <laughs> me, in, I remember being in high school and we were talking about, um, what movies we admitted made us cry, you know? And we're going around, and this one friend, he just refused. He's like, no, 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 I've never cried at a movie. And we're like, never? Come on. <laughs> and then he finally goes, okay, there was one movie. And he said, Karate Kid. <laughs> what made you cry in Karate Kid? <laughs> I guess it was something of a, like, a, it reminded, like, his mom lost her job, and that made him cry. I don't know, but he tapped into something that I, I did not see. But sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. I love uh, like wax on. Wax on. I always cry when I wax off too. <laughs> well, I am so alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, yeah. During last Christmas. Hold on, I got a scared. Scared part in the movie when I was a kid, yeah. but mine goes back a little bit. <clears throat> it was the monkeys in Wizard of Oz. Oh, yep. really? Yeah, I can see that, that. that is that is kind of creepy. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. The, yeah. the monkeys were freaky. Oh man, when they'd be jumping on the table and she's talking to the witch right before she sends them off out in the sky, yep. and then they go flying in and start ripping the scarecrow apart. Yep. You know, they're flinging part of his gut he works over from here to there, and I'm like, oh shit! That was that was a violent movie for back then. Yeah, it was. Pretty scary stuff, man. You ever read yeah. the uh, the book it's based on? It's only like a hundred pages, like ninety pages. Oh, that's a little crazy though. Yeah, no, but Dorothy like takes command of the flying monkeys in the book. Like, that's really? what the ruby that's shoes... Cool. Yeah, the ruby shoes, that's what commands them. Like, they're enslaved by those shoes because of something that predates it. So she, like, when she takes the slipper, she takes command of the flying monkeys. She didn't even know it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody should have told her. I know. It's like, gee, <laughs> stick around. I'm going Put him up. Put him up. <laughs> I'll fight you with one hand. Pay me on my back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, Dorothy, you could use those shoes. <laughs> well, I see I'd be so petty. If, if I had to control the monkeys, I would just raise havoc on everyone that, like, got in my way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you munchkins, yeah. get me a sandwich <laughs> now where the monkeys are <laughs> <coming>. <laughs> uh. It creeped me out as a little kid when... The, the house fell on her, and then her, like, feet rolled up. Yep. Yeah, that, 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 that creeped me out. I don't know why. It's just little things. As a kid, I got, like, really creeped out by random things in movies. And, you know, the the lollipop build, for that matter. Yeah. They, they How they kind of shook as they... 
<laughs> yeah, they're all talking like chain smokers. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they should have been talking like Ned from South Park. Yeah, oh, they all have voice voices. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not. <laughs> Actually, back to creating my my film would be uh, the decapitation scene from The Omen, which um, uh, from the glass. Yeah, yeah. Just in oh. case the parents are listening to this, he oh, yeah. made me watch that when I was a kid. Come here, son. This is good. This bit. Oh, the same man that says that I shouldn't let my son watch Star Wars because it's too violent. Hey, what do you want? Take your number two. Sit down here, son. <laughs> yeah, sit down. I'm, what, it was, what, it was 78, 76 when it first came out? I can't remember. Oh, oh um, one of those few days. And it was on TV. Yeah, and it was on TV. And my mum and dad um, were one of the very first people that we knew in, in, in their little social circle to have a, a video recorder. Uh, and, then, and then recorded it. Um, and then, I think it was maybe a year or so later, they still had it on the tape and they were watching it. Uh, and I was up one night, couldn't sleep, and I just sat there watching it with, you know, he said, come in and watch this, and watch this with us. <laughs> Shit, I went to bed crossing myself. Yeah. I believe in God, please. <laughs> That's a great cure for not being able to sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was sure me not bothering them when I did. I couldn't sleep. Unless I was really, really bad with my asthma, and then obviously then... You know. Oh, the whole nanny falling down. The, uh, uh, the, well, see, I, that whole that, that movie brings back a, such scary memories with me because my brother used to sing to me and scare the crap out of me when I was a kid. And I hope my brother listens to this. Yeah, you scarred me for life, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he, uh, he, he would, because, he would, uh, you know, there's the whole jackal scheme of things, you know? Yeah. He'd remind me that after the movie, and then he'd be singing things like, Hit the road, jackal. Don't you <laughs> And he would just scare the shit out of me. You know, and he'd like look over my shoulder and look terrified. And I'd freak out turning around, you know. You bastard. You just hate me. Uh, he just wanted to scare the shit out of me. I love him. I love my big brother. <laughs> As kids watching the first Children in the Corn, my sisters and I, and one time in high school, we were driving around, kind of, you kind of got a little lost, you know, we're out in the country. So we pulled into a, like a, into somebody's yard to kind of turn around. Wow. And it was like totally, like, crazy hick thing. And my sister just goes, oh my God, it's Malachi, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> out comes Isaac and Malachi, <laughs> two albino girls. Uh, Malachi, yeah. <laughs> Sam, I, I must get Sam on here one day because she's got a very good story about when they were uh, her, her family when they were kids having a holiday in France and about their experience in a village called Bone. Bone. Nice. Seriously, uh, they they were. Sam said, and and her sisters have said it was the scare. Yeah, it was the scariest thing that they've ever had. I mean, it was like what was it like? You you said it was like. Um, Thanks, babes. That's, that's been recorded live. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard it. Yeah, I, I, I know yeah, you heard it. it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you should put her That's on. That's pretty fucking scary, mate. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not putting her on. She's busy. She's busy going to bed. Well, well, busy. Seeing bad things about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't feel too bad about you, Freddy. She's busy bleeding out of her mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. Sammy, I love you. Okay. <laughs> but no, she, that was truly terrifying. She said that the guy was like, um, oh, what's his face? The most scary old. guy. No. Bates. Most, yeah, Norman. That's it. Norman Bates. Yeah. I'm Pretty, old. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll get her another time. Yeah. Yeah, the hotel was supposed to be full and there was no one in there. Wow. Oh, that's always nice. Yeah, um, that's a good moment. Thing is, though, yeah. <laughs> the, the hotel's full, so so you had to go into the annex, which was miles from anywhere. And the annex this hotel. And when they got down to breakfast, they were the only people there. <laughs> uh, they're the only ones that they didn't pick up for the... What was that one movie where they just used them? It was like, uh, like, oh, what was that damn movie? Is it the Innkeepers? <laughs> no, 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 no. When these, these, these people were going and staying in a hostel is what it was called. Duh, they were staying in hostels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Super 8. No. Uh, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, what is it? Uh, Holiday Inn. Yeah, they were the lucky ones that didn't get taken out for their operations. Yeah, possibly. I don't know, but it was. It was she, if you talk to any of the three sisters, they said it was really freakily weird, and they packed their shit up as soon as they had their breakfast <laughs> and left. I ate my breakfast. Yeah, that's crazy. I just kidding. I Festival there, um, but you know the place it was. It was a festival of the dead. That's why you saw no one. Was it in November? Was it in November? No, it was summer holiday. Wasn't it? No, it was, no, it was a summer holiday in France. Yep. Well, that, that you know, that's just a good sign not to go to France. Yeah. <laughs> One <laughs> of the many good signs. signs. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the fact that it's full of the French. <laughs> I apologize to anybody who's French. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry you're French. Yes. <laughs> sorry you're the butt of every joke about yeah. your own country. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you look through my family genealogy, hey... I was French too. <laughs> Were yeah, I was until the the what, what, what was it when everybody ran? <laughs> when everyone ran. <laughs> Sorry, somebody just recounting the rest of that holiday tale to me. Uh, I think she really needs year one thousand or so. <laughs> year one thousand. Yeah, when everybody left, uh, was it? Uh, uh, hold on, you can't make me talk about history now. Come on. <laughs> when the Norman invasion happened. No, no, no. I'm talking about when. No, no. Back before that, when everybody ran to England during the the con the conquest. No, that ain't the word I'm looking for. Spanish Inquisition. 
No, no, no one talks about the Spanish Inquisition. Unless <laughs> Never you happened. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> no, Never. it didn't. The play? No. It never happened. Yeah. Just ask Mel yeah. Gibson. He denies everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there was no Holocaust. Yeah, exactly. It's a myth. Yeah. It's a myth. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Watching him self-destruct yeah. is amazing. Go ahead. Ask somebody who was there. <laughs> ask anyone. No, he wasn't there, I know. Do you have any witnesses? Yeah. You were tortured how? Do you have any witnesses? <laughs> he is. He is an absolute knobhead. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to say he's not American. He's not American. <laughs> I think he is, but he's not. He's, he's American. But every yeah, country right now says that. that. Yeah, exactly. He's not ours. Not it. Not yeah, he not just him. lives here. We'll let you in, too. Unfortunately. <laughs> Finland was a not it. not a problem. <laughs> You're all welcome here. Knobheads yeah. are welcome. <laughs> You can all say go in California. Look, you got all Yeah, you're welcome in California, yes. Nowhere else. <laughs> Maybe quick visits to the other side of New York and get out, get back to California. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lee. No, no, he's got quite well. Where they belong. <laughs> but, uh, wow, this hour actually went by really fast. If I'm yeah, I didn't get right. this. Well, I'm getting points. Yeah. Well, let's end it with um, just kind of, let's see, we were going to, I was going to ask them about uh, Call of Duty, I guess Ghosts. Um, so we're we're all going to, um, even despite kind of complaining we about don't it. Want, we're all not going to be happy about it, but we're all going to get it. It's going to yeah. be, it's going to read this on Skype. It's going to say tick. Infinity Ward, why? <laughs> <laughs> again? <laughs> yeah, that's what, is that what it still again, says. Infinity Ward, again? I don't know, but that's what the last thing I remember. Yeah, it, it was. Why? Infinity why? 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 <laughs> that cracked me up. Suck. <laughs> now, that's the thing. Infinity Ward used to be kind of like the better of the two, right? Between Treyarch and no, they just started it. Did they? With the co- yeah, they, they had it down. Work. The first one, they had it down. They they did a good thing. Then they came out with the second one. It got a little weird, and then you know, then they had this Black Ops thing, and everybody's like, "Hey, this is pretty cool. This is different. Yeah. A little different." Then they came out with this. Oh, hold on, we got Modern Warfare two point five. No, with, oh. with Black Ops, what I actually like that, and that you know, had the map packs, but actually, what was on disc? There was a lot of content on that disc. There was a lot of content on Black Ops 2. I mean, you know, there was an awful lot of content on Black Ops 2. But the first Black Um, Ops even had that, you know, that awesome Easter egg where you you break out of the the chair and you can go to the DOS computer. Oh, yeah, go, uh, yeah, and you can, yeah, type in code and open up games and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and you play that, like, Smash TV style of Call of Duty zombies, and you can actually play with your friends online with it. And And Ops Arcade, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Black Ops 2, it has a uh, good amount of content, too, but it feels like the first Black Ops you had even more. And uh, Infinity Wars doesn't feel like you get as much content on the disc. Well, you had a lot more free on Black Ops 1. I don't think you had more content. I mean, there's a lot of content. There's an awful lot of content when you pay for the DLC. Because yeah, you get right. turned maps on, you get individual. Um, you get turned and grief maps. And yeah, yeah, you get uh, turned and grief maps, and zombies, and you also get um, 
certain sections of the big maps that you can play on just standalone see how high you can get on uh, on there so for instance in transit you've got town and farm where you can both you just got just a smaller play. part yeah. of the big map to play yeah. on and it's it, so they, there is a lot of content and the game plays completely differently when you're playing it on farm or town as it would do if you were playing in that section um, I'd say not completely differently but enough difference for you to actually enjoy playing it you know yeah I'm going to get it. I mean, it looks like... Uh, I mean, don't hate me, but I am, I'm planning on getting it for the Wii U. They haven't confirmed it. What? Uh, he's getting it for that because he shoots better with it, mate. Yeah. They're not going to give him a move, so he's not going to move over to anything else. That, that's exactly it. If, if I heard that the PS... He'd rather play with 2,000 people. <laughs> yeah. He's total, got, total. There's more people in total. our freaking clan, you know. There's only what four times more people in our clan than there is playing on the Wii. But that's okay. There are more people <laughs> playing. There are more people playing um, on Xbox and PS3 in our clan than yeah. there is on the Wii U. Yeah, let's see. That's the thing. The Black Ops 2 on the Wii U is actually fantastic. It's awesome, you know, minus the DLC stuff and the fact that all those great game modes you get to choose from, you can choose from them, but it's going to be you and maybe two other people playing it, you know, unless yeah. if you're yeah. the main things, like free-for-all or team deathmatch. Team deathmatch. Yeah. Domination. Yeah. Yeah, but if you go to hardcore team domination, you're not going to get anyone. Yep. You're going to end up and everyone's going to, against you. You're going to be like three of you, and there's going to be that other clan that's just camped there every day, you know, waiting to the noob. Yeah. Just waiting for somebody to come in so they can all pile on them. But th- that's going to be it. Hang on a second. That's what we do. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it's fun with We did on Black Ops 1 last night. Yeah. <laughs> did you? It was fun, yeah. Did you with kick Rick ass? And Sophie and Finnick. Yeah, we had a good time. We kicked yeah. ass last night, yeah. It was Gop- fun. And Rage. I don't think we lost a match, man. Well, that. Gop- Go ahead. Go ahead, Lee. No, no, no. This is like that. Sorry. Time my favorite part is. And it's mean because I'm on the other side of it. It's annoying. But you go in, you go in that room, and the whole other team, I mean, even some of your team, all have, like, the GS tag. And this is one guy. There's one guy on another mic. And he's not a kid. He's obviously a, another adult. He's like, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, they, they don't want to play against this. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Want, I don't want to play against us. I, mean, I don't that, mind that, you that, sometimes. That I, happens, I, you know, when when it's a room full of GS, you'll have other GS come in and just disappear before the game even loads. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's hard. It's um, especially with Battlefield Three. It feels like it's a little harder to switch teams at the last minute, and it's very hard to switch teams. Um. Call of Duty, you can kind of, like, back out and come right back in and try to join the other team to, you know, kind of get, you know, I love, actually, the, the random, like, public GS on GS matches, because then we're yep. all, especially back in the day, we're all on, like, Skype and just giving each other tap. Yeah, original Black Ops, man, that was, that was, and not that I'm not having fun now, but I, I had more fun when I first joined GS that I thought was possible. Game. Uh, it's, it uh, is fun, isn't it? It was it's just, you know, we had some double XP back in Black Ops 
original, and we had a 12v12 solid GS public room for like six hours one night. It was all GS, and the random guy would come in and see just 11, you know, GS tags and just be like, oh, nope, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. People cursing each other like crazy and then laughing. And, I don't know if you've ever <laughs> jumped into a, a game like that with other clans, and they're just boosting, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. But when you jump in with that GS, it's just people having a good time. You're not you might line up for a game of bowling or something. Other than that, you know. Uh, the, it's kind of funny because there was two things during the. Well, well, first of all, we don't boost, we booze when we play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's lots of boozing. Yeah. But I another thing, like during the reflex days, we did the kind of the infamous. Um, the pool party when we went into that empty deep pool in what map is that? With the the ashes are coming down in that town in that city. Uh, it's, um, uh, it's small. I know. It, yeah, it's. I can see it. It's, yeah, it's like where the nuke went off, and it's an old apartment yeah. complex, and it's called uh, Block. 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 Very yeah, good. that's right. It was Very Block. And in Locked. that corner, there's that old, like, public pool or whatever building. Yeah, in yeah. that building in yeah. that corner. Yeah. Getting in the pool. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun. For knife fights, yeah. Everyone would be yeah, lined up oh, around man. it and, you know, take turns having a knife. It's sadistic as hell. But that one, and then <laughs> when we got everyone, and this is, I mean, talk about team effort here. I don't care if you play Major League Gaming, but if you can get your clan to form a triangle shape on one side of the map, stand still while other ones throw grenades at you. Was that Strike? It was... What was the name of that map? It was like a G-shaped road. Yes. Yeah. It was a big G-shaped road, and it was like downhill. And had... This is Modern Warfare, so we had it on old school mode, so when you blew up, you, like, flew like rag dolls. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it was funny because I, I would get PMs funny. from other, like, clan leaders, you know, and they would asking, hey, I'm just letting you know we're going to take that idea. We, we want to do that. That looks awesome. <laughs> Go ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> the interweb. Help yeah. yourself. <laughs> we tried to do that one night in... Uh, Black Ops on firing range. We were having a private match, and it was just absolutely packed. I think you could do, was it 18 in private matches? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. we tried to line everybody up <laughs> in a row and see if you RPG'd how many people would actually die. Oh, really? It took us 15 minutes of trying to get 18 people lined up in a straight line, and then finally everyone gave up and just started killing each other. <laughs> because we could not stop laughing, and people were throwing grenades and killing half usually works. People. Everybody's yeah. almost lined up, and then Freddie shoot me in the back yeah. of the head. Yeah. yeah. Oops. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but somebody chucked a grenade or something, and it was just it was on from there. <laughs> That's all it takes because it's funny because it's not just one joker doing it. It's like they release that valve that everyone wants to do, and then everyone just yeah, like, everybody's, everybody's holding their simtex already. Yeah, yep, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you just <laughs> hear that noise ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's coming. <laughs> oh, but no, that was a good time. That's why I'm actually pumped about this fall with, yeah, I mean, new consoles, and now the Battlefield, now the Call of Duty. Um, doesn't seem like Halo is going to be this year, neither with Destiny, but still. Um, I, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of fun times, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think there oh, are, yeah. too. So, yeah. there are, too. 
I think Yeah. I think on that note, we should probably wrap this up. Um, Tix, uh, thanks for coming in at the last uh, minute. And of course, hey, uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's been awesome. And of course, Freddie and Laser wouldn't be the same without you two. So, really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. And let's well, take. I always okay. talk for the pair of us. You can like, talk you know. to me all you want. You know how I think. <laughs> I know. I, it's fucking true. It's like majority of the hip or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but not no. Uh, thank God. <laughs> well, let's say bye to everybody. Uh, bye. 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 Good night, guys.